boom. Welcome back to another episode of Returning the Mac Podcast. This is your host, Oxcore Daddy, direct Poppy, Jameson Poppy, aka Let Me See What's in the Pants, aka Just Playing I'm in a Relationship. Um, this week is, I mean, it's another, I don't know why every time I do the intro, I always say this week, like it's like, you know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's another episode, okay. bro. Uh, you, okay, you want to introduce yourself? Or you want me to introduce you? Uh, you can introduce me, you know what I'm saying? Nah, nigga, you're like a, you're not even a guest at this point. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, like you're the homie, you're a friend of the show. Like, homie of the show, you know what I'm saying? So, like, as soon as people even hear the first few words that you say, they already know who it is. They know what it is. It's your boy, boy Kotiande. So, K-O-T-I-A-N-D-E. You already know. Yeah, and this week we're wearing glasses. I feel weird about it, to be honest. It's like a big throwback throw to high school. You, you okay, man? What's going on? You, you good? Good. I'm blessed. All right, uh, now we're taking them off because they're, they're annoying me. But um, ugly anyways, man. Oh, oh. Anyway, uh, so last week's episode was fun. Uh, it was it was super different, you know. Like I put myself out there. I did it solo dolo. Um, yeah. I mean, the feedback I'm getting so far is pretty good. I like it. You know what I mean? People are like, oh fuck. Like I can tell you were nervous, but um, once you really got comfortable, you gave out the advice. It was great. So I'm happy you guys like that shit. And of course, yeah, it is scary. Um. You're nervous, bro. This guy was shaking. <laughs> words. <laughs> no, I wasn't shaking. I think I was, like, rambling more than anything. You know what I mean? Because you don't have anybody else to bounce, like, words and anything off of. You're just bouncing off yourself. And, you know? So uh-huh. it's also weird to just talk and look directly at yourself instead of the person you're looking at at Zoom. So it was just yeah, all that put together. You know what I mean? It was, like, me rambling, saying, okay, how people, what, what do people want to hear? Like, what am I supposed to say? You know? So, but, um, I, I mean, I got in the groove of everything from time to time. I feel like there was, there was ebbs and flows where like, there were flows where I was comfortable talking and then other times where I was like, fuck, what the fuck am I going to say next or what do people want to hear, you know? So, yeah, um, it was readable on your face too, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, more than anything, which is like, that's part of it was like, fuck, man, I don't want to put this up because I'm like, I don't like the way like I look right now, you know what I mean? I look like I'm like worrying and thinking about what am I going to say and I'm like visibly uncomfortable, you know? So, um, but no, I put it out because I'm like, fam, it's, it's an episode. I'm not going to be like, oh, no, everyone's going to worry about this. And it's like, fam, literally no one gives a fuck about you as much as you think they give a fuck about you. You know what I mean? The, the people yeah. just come, take their content, and leave. Like, they're going to be like, oh, my God, yeah, he does look uncomfortable. Yeah, we're a robot. And they talk about it for an hour, two hours, whatever, and it's out of their head. Yeah. You know, it's not like they think about it every day of their life. And they're like, ah, that guy is super uncomfortable, you know? So, so what, what were your thoughts going into it, like? Like, what were things that you kept in mind and were like, yo, I got to make sure I stay steady in this course, make sure I stay on point? You know, like, how was that? Um, so I didn't do any, like, not very much prepping before because I didn't want it to be um, super, like, uh, prepared. You know what I mean? Because, <clears throat> like, the, the show itself already is pretty loose. You know what I mean? Like, there's a loose structure to it. You know what I mean? We'll talk oh, music. We'll talk... <laughs> we'll, talk, <laughs> we'll talk music we'll talk life we'll talk whatever you know what i mean but um in terms of we don't really go point by point and saying okay and now the next segment you know i hate that so um i went into it saying you know it's just gonna be like another episode but you go into the ring and when you get pushed in the face you're kind of like huh you know what I mean? <laughs> it feels a little different <laughs> so but uh to answer your question i mean i, I went into it saying like the reason why I did a dolo was because I'm like, first of all, it's my show. I need to be able to stand by myself. And two, uh, it was the advice thing, you know? It's the thing I always wanted to do, and I got a bunch of emails in the inbox. So I'm like, bro, perfect opportunity to do it. So I did that, and honestly, that was super fun. So I want to do a bunch more. So email at, uh, fuck, what is the email? We're trying to the Mac nervous. Podcast. 
<laughs> nah, it's ROTM podcast at gmail.com. That's all the email addresses. Um, oh, should I have a bunch of things that I have to clear up actually? Yeah? Cause, like uh, what? Um, <laughs> so update on, let's see. Someone called me an alcoholic. More than one person called me an alcoholic. <laughs> the fuck, guys? What the fuck? Uh, nah, clearly not an alcoholic, honestly. You know, I like, cleared it up. It, all, the, all of this started with Shanette. Shanette said that um, I drink in my room alone. I was like, first of all, not true. Second of all, that happened <laughs> yeah, one time when I was editing a video. This is years back. We had guests, and I was drinking from upstairs. I just brought it downstairs. I'm like, okay, let me just start editing. And then she came down, so she's like, you're drinking? I'm like, bro, what? I'm not even drunk one. And I'm literally just, yeah, like, what? But anyway, no, she, she said on the podcast, and everyone took that, and it'll went on Twitter and said, I drink every single day. And then Schneider's like, you drink alone in your room? I'm like, fam, what? Like, it just started escalating over. You ever got drunk by yourself before? Never. That you just got drunk, you started laughing. And just, oh, no, that is, that's that means you're spiraling. Never trying to drink myself. No, no, no. No. Uh, I've gone tipsy by myself, though, for sure. Like, and it wasn't even like a plan. You know what I mean? It's kind of just like, I was just literally just like, oh, you know, it's Friday. I'm vibing out the music. And I'm like, yeah, it was quarantine. Because I was like, the drums, you know, the drums, the music, you're feeling new albums. You're like, damn, yeah. it's just, it brings you back to being out. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like you're just vibing, like, listening to the music, feeling it. So it was that. It wasn't like, ah, stumbling, breaking tables and shit. <laughs> that's, a, that's a red flag. But even then, like, I, draw, I drink, what, once every two weeks? If that, no, I'm dead ass. I'm I'm dead ass. You have I literally a bottle have, in your room right now. I have two bottles, of Jameson. One of them was gifted to me. Two, two bottles, bro. And it's Gross like it's been there for how long? One of the bottles was there since before quarantine started. The other one was a gift for my birthday. I said to Schneider, Schneider's like, fam, you having the poison in your possession is not a good case for you. Like, come on, it's not even. First of all, why are we talking about this for this long? You love Jameson. You're alcoholic. All right, we're all about alcoholic. But yeah, Jameson's nice. Um, there's something else I want. Yeah, you. What's your drink anyway? You're kind of a whore. You go to anything. Nah, nah, nah. I love Moscato. Oh, bro. Such a thought, bro. I like Moscato. You're such a thought, bro. Because of Meek Mill, eh? Moscato. (laughs) Because because of Meek Mill. (laughs) Oh my God, bro! Come on. Why do you like Moscato? Uh, it's flavorful. It's bubbly. It's, it's smooth. You know, it goes good with food. It's an amazing. Oh, you drink and eat? Yeah, I drink and eat. Yeah. That's a problem. I'm only drink and eat. I'm only oh, that's drink and eat. oh, that's a problem. That that right there, sir, oh, a is a sign of addiction. <laughs> the fact that you can treat alcohol like it's juice, I treat yeah. it like it's it's a thing of its own. Because if you're once you start drinking and eating, that's when you know you're you're going down the rabbit hole. You're like, ah, it's just what, it's just, I'm just, it's just wine with the with the meal, or it's just an extra cup of wine, or it's just you know, yeah. I can never drink and eat. It's just too weird. How is that weird? Because you use the drink to wash the food down, right? Yeah, and, and it, it, it marinates, it, it mingles in your stomach, and it gives you a good vibe, you know. Alcoholic. It's like it's, I love champagne and food too. It's amazing. Bro, what? What's, what's, who are you? Why do you drink? First, we have glasses inside. Red flag. <laughs> And then you drink fucking Moscato and then champagne. Come on, dog. Um, you ever tried hypnotic before? I have. It tastes so bad. I, th- I thought it was going to be so good. Like, as a kid, you see the blue liquid. You see all the rappers rap yeah. about it. I'm like, yo, as soon as I get this, bro, it's, it's over. I tried it. I'm like, oh, it tastes like Alizé. It, it, I'm not, you know not going to try to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you mean, but it, it's the uh, hypnotic. Oh, man. 
to drink your shit you should have on a Friday? Uh, I don't know. You know, people used to mix uh, hypnotic and Hennessy. You used to call it Ultimate Hulk or yeah, Ultimate Hulk in New York. I was at drinking clubs. That shit had people <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> people were fucked up of Ultimate Hulk or whatever. But that, yeah, yeah, or you know, Incredible, Incredible Hulk. That's what it was called. Um, yeah, no, that's that's uh, that's it, it looks green too. That's why I think they call it that. But even mixing those two together, just I had a quick, but like I don't know why, but I just picture you. <laughs> it's gonna sound mad dirty, so I had to pause. All right, bro. <laughs> heavy pause. Yeah, I I picture you like you like drinking like right after a shower. I don't know why you're this type that that type of nigga that's gonna drink when he's naked at home by himself. All right, that's sort of God. Jesus. Oh God, man, <laughs> bro. I don't even know how to answer that. That's insane. First of all, nigga, don't think about me naked, nigga. Like <laughs> you're drinking too is crazy. Uh, nah, I never, I never, I never done that. Uh, actually, no, I have actually. This is back when like you're rushing to be to be like to go meet your friends. Yeah. And you're like you're like fuck, bro. By the time I get there, I'm not gonna have time to pregame. You know what I mean? So you have to like you get out of the shower, you're all clean, lotioned up, little shot here and there. You know what I mean? Like and then you go. But nah, I'm, I'm talking about like staying home, playing slow music. Oh hell no, bro. Am I going through some <laughs> shit? <laughs> hell no. Hell no. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, another thing that I have to clear up is um. So, on the last episode, I talked about how my girl was saying I'm going to get the perfect gift for you. Like, um, like I'm the best at finding gifts. You're going to love me so much more. All this stuff, right? And I was like, don't say that because you're, you're, you're only, it's only going to bite you in the ass. You know what I mean? So, she's like, yeah, whatever. I was right. She got the wrong gift. So, exactly. When I got it, and I was like, damn, it's the wrong one. Like, she, she thought she got me sneakers that were the right ones. And I was like, those are not the ones. And I felt bad for even saying that, but she asked me, she's like, oh, these are the ones you wanted, right? And I was like, nah, baby, it wasn't. But I like these. These are cool sneakers. And then she's like, oh, she, like, I saw the defeat on her face, and I felt so bad. I was like, shouldn't I have said it? Should, shouldn't I have said it? In her mind, like, this nigga ain't shit. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Definitely not. Would you, okay, but would you say anything in that time, in that circumstance? My thing is, yo, sometimes you got to lie to buy time, you know what I mean? But what do you need time for? You're in the present moment. Why are you going to crush her, her, like, not in the sense where it's like she did her best, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? She did. Research, um, you know, going out to purchase the shoes, spending dollars, um, imagining giving it to you, then you being happy and smiling, right? Like, all of that played in her head, and for you to be like, well, it's not that that I wanted, you know what I mean? And it's like, it's like yo, yeah, I know a part of her was probably like, damn. Oh, big time. I can see it on her face. She's like, so, like, sad, and, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, fuck, I dropped the ball, you know? And I felt bad. I'm like, no, like, it's actually okay, because I'm like, first of all, the intent is everything. You genuinely thought this was exactly what it is that I wanted, and you went out and you got it for me. You know what I mean? So that already you won, you know, because you didn't you didn't take something that I was kind of like I, I kind of want this. You went, nah, he wants this. I'm gonna get that, and it wasn't that. So you know, but I just the reason why I came I came like what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, anyway, the, the reason why I was honest about it was because I thought about it rules reversed. Like if I had got, if I had gotten her something that I thought is what she wanted. And she lied to me and told me, yeah, this is what I want. 
three, four years down the line where she's rocking that thing just for me, and then I find out that's actually not what she wanted, that would break my heart. I'd be like, why didn't you just tell me? Because like, I feel yeah. silly now. Like Every time I see you, I'm like, oh, she likes it. Nope. She's just wearing it for you, you know? <laughs> like, that's so sad. That's the worst. Yeah. So, oh God. I don't know, but no. So yeah, we're we're gonna take care of that situation, get the things rectified, and get the right sneakers in order. <laughs> um, you what got else? the receipt, right? Huh? Well, yeah, they got they got returned. But even that in itself, I hate doing that. Again, like, yeah, let's return the shoes. Yeah, like but what if, what if you got the? I threw away the receipt. I didn't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> now you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, that that would be different. I'll be like, you know, you fuck that. That's a, that's a tough reality to face, to be honest. Uh, it is. It's very tricky purchasing something for someone, like you know. Yeah, it really is, and I feel like women are so particular in things that they want. Mm-hmm. Certain women, I feel like not all. Yeah, and it's like yo, if you fuck up that particular time, it's like it's never gonna leave her mind ever. It's like it's like make it or break it. You think, you think so? For women, I don't. I mean, for my girl, I don't think so. But at the same time, I'm also good at giving presents. You know, so I don't. I don't know. I don't think it would be make or break to be honest. And she's not a like materialistic person, too. So, uh, I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't. I don't see any scenario where me giving her a present would go bad. You know. Yeah, but that's an awesome treat to have, though. Like. Um, not being materialistic in a sense where like you're not like a brand whore you know what I mean like mm-hmm. and and you're just appreciative of like the thought and actually the act of giving right yeah like the notion of it like that is that's amazing it's a trait that like um, predominantly right now like how the world is we don't really see a lot of women appreciate like the smaller things you know facts facts especially like, yeah, it's, it's it's great honestly like um, I'm so mad bro honestly let's let people behind the curtain all right, so we filmed this episode. <laughs> we filmed this episode already, and it was magnificent. Like we just jumped from topic to topic, flowing. It felt like Tarzan in the forest. You know what I mean? Just branch after branch. It was just so yeah. And then I go to export it after I'm done, and it says error, and I'm like, okay, what the fuck? And then I just I still export, it. and then when it's done, I check the file, and it says that the video is 37 minutes. We talked for at least an hour and a half. Straight. So when I tell you that I was sick, I was like, no, 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 like going through the motions, you know, just being like not feeling well. And then I give, I give Koti a call. I'm like, fam, like what we just did, it's gone. And he did, he does the exact same thing. No, no, no. <laughs> so it was just, it was a crazy day. And we're like, fuck, we can't do it the next day because we both had plans. And then the day after that, it was just because it was going into the weekend. We're like, yo, we have already things booked up. So. Let's try to do it for Sunday. At first, we said Sunday morning. And then that same day, we're like, no, we can't do Sunday morning. Sunday morning, (laughs) (laughs) we can't do that. Let's do Sunday afternoon. And I was like, all right, it's Sunday afternoon. And then Sunday afternoon came. He had something to do. And then I thought I I could do something. Something popped up for me, too. It was just really hectic. And then finally, today, Monday, we're filming it. So, And it's supposed to be out in two days. So, guys, pray for me that I have the strength to edit this episode, put it out. Everything's fine. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's what happened right now. So. You know, we're, we're running on. Oh my God, bro. It's so fire. I'm so mad. It's not going to be out. It was, it was so amazing. But um, anyway, let's get started with the episode. I feel like we just did a long ass intro. Uh, yeah, let's, get it, let's get it popping. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. What are we going to start with? Um, Dave Chappelle, he dropped the 846 special, right? The 27 
minute doc or whatever. It'd be special they put it on YouTube. Amazing. Uh, all the few platforms. What do you think about it? It was amazing. You know what I mean? He, he's, he, he, once again, he showcased his talent. He showcased what he got. You know, Dave Chappelle, he can, he can give you that medicine and that candy, like, pause, um, in, the, in the same bowl. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just the fact that he, he brought us into his world, into way, the way he sees things, into, in the way he has been reacting to certain things. You know what I mean? Like, as a comedic, like, like as a comedian, I mean, like, they don't really, I don't think they tweet a lot or they, they speak a lot out in public unless if it's like an actual stand-up, you know what I mean? So like, I feel like he's been quite, pretty quiet a bit until he's like, he held so much content and so much things to say and he just let everything out in those moments, which were really special. Yeah. You know yeah, How Dave is you? definitely, definitely, he's definitely that guy not to tweet a lot, but like, yeah, I definitely knew, I do know comics that just tweet all the time. Like they're always, because they use that as another form to say jokes. Right, because it's another stage in, in some sort. So yeah. people just put out like you know quick jokes, put them out, whatever. But David's definitely not that guy. But no, I really like like the way you put it was perfect. He he literally brought us into his world. You know, he he showed us the 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 symbolism behind the numbers. You know, a lot of numerology was there. Uh, Eight twenty four, Kobe's numbers, also his date of birth or something like that. Eight forty six yeah. is how long it took. The I mean the video of how, like George Floyd's death, and then eight forty six also being the time that he was born. You know, it was just, yeah, it was, just, it was a lot, man. And I thought it was needed and I thought it was important. I thought it was great. So I, I really liked it. Um, I heard some other um, feedback or criticism of it. People said he didn't really tell us anything. Huh? Yeah, he's like, yeah, he didn't he didn't give us any, like, a deep take. And I was like, yeah, but I mean, I, but did you enjoy it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it made me feel good. I liked it. I enjoyed watching it. Like, Fuck. I left there like, damn, you know. But it was a sense like, of relief. Exactly. And they were like, well, I didn't feel like he said anything that was wow. Aside from the, was it Chris Dorner? The Chris Dorner like, link? Yeah, Remember yeah, Chris yeah. Dorner? He had a manifesto and he mentioned Dave Chappelle in it, all that stuff. But besides that, like, they weren't really impressed. But I don't know. I, I enjoy it. And that's all that really matters, right? So. Smoking a cigarette at the same time. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. That's classic <laughs> Dave, bro. Like, always smoking a cigarette, just chilling on the stage. You know, that's his home. Um. Yeah. So okay. So next, what else do we have up next right now? Current events. Current events. Um, I think that's honestly. I don't really want to touch too much on what's current. I wanted to talk about like deeper conversations, whatever. Like kind of like what yeah. we did in the first episode, like you know. So, um, this ep- the focus of this episode. Honestly, I wanted to be like on parents and like trauma. You know what I mean? Dealing with those yeah. things. How do you? How do you deal with the trauma that your parents put on you? I deal with it. Um, this, this, this. I, I won't lie. I had to understand um, what it was they've gone through and the way they love, because I had to understand that hey, like you know, they, they, they weren't raised here. They don't. They haven't really raised up on what we were able to see and what how people here receive love in a way. You know, they kind of love hard from where they're from, and for them, love is like you know, hey, I bought you food today. I gave you lunch money. Yeah. You have a house. You have TV. Oh, yeah. look, you have a phone at home. You know, like, mm-hmm. these things are, like, things that they, they've they gone out and try to say, like, this is how we love you. Like, you know, and me, us, like, all of us growing up, like, are we, like, first generation or second? Consider second generation. Uh, Second generation, because they would be first, because they came from Congo to here, so we're second. Yeah, second generation, because we, we, the way we perceive love is, is 
totally different from what we're wants yeah. to put on us, right? From the environment, from what we watch on TV and all these shows, right? Yeah. So um, growing up, I had to really, it took me time to understand that, like, yo, hey, like, they don't really love me the way I'm supposed to be loved in a way because it's like, you know, I didn't, my, I didn't have to grow up with 12 siblings and like, mm-hmm. and like 15 different cousins and like one house, like 30 exactly. people in a cramped out house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. I literally had that conversation with my parents and it didn't go too well. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it, it was, um, I told them like, yeah, I didn't feel like I, I didn't, there was a time where I didn't feel loved the way I wanted it to be by my parents, you know? And telling that to a parent, a lot of times can go left, but we were able to work through it. And I realized that it's like, like you said, what you see, what we saw on TV growing up was a different type of love between the parents and the kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was kisses before going to bed. It was like, I love you. It was, you know what I mean? Like little things like, oh, I got you that little toy you wanted. You know, just like caring about your day. How Like little things is what really mattered to us. Whereas for them, it's more so the bigger things. Like they make sure that you're, you're, you're well fed. They make sure that you're in school. They make sure that you have clothes that don't have holes in them. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> things like that. But we cared more about the smaller things. And then for them, those are not important. And those are just extras. So we had to yeah. have that conversation. And I was like, no, it's just, it's different. Right. And then I'm like, for me, I told them, I'm like, yeah, like my older sister, she was the parent I always wanted. You know what I mean? Because she was like 10. She's 10 years older than me. Right. But it's like when she raised us, she was literally like the third parent because she was always picking us up after daycare, uh, asking us about our days. Like, you know what I mean? Like little things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. The parent that was involved. So we're like, oh, my God, like I'm so I feel so loved by her. You know, so I told my parents that and they were like, they were still kind of tight. You know, they were like, what do you mean? We didn't love you. We didn't give you close. We didn't give you this. And I'm like, you see. That's the language we're talking about. It's a difference between, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not just, you don't just put me in school and feed me. That means you love me to me. You know what I mean? And they had a hard time getting that. But at the end of the conversation, I kind of realized that when I said that to them, it hurt them. Right. And so they felt, they felt, they felt hurt. And you know, a lot of times when parents are hurt, they just come out in anger. Yeah. You know? So they're like, oh, you guys don't understand or This is this. And it's really just hurt. So I, we yeah. worked through it. We're like, no, no, no. It's not that, you know, we didn't say that you guys didn't do well at all. It was just that, you know, we just did feel love because of this. And yeah, and it was, it was honestly, it was an interesting conversation, but I'm happy that I'm able to have those back and forth with my parents because it's not given to everyone, you know? It, it really isn't, you know, some people don't even have the, the time to even like have that conversation in terms of like being able to like get into your adolescence or into your adulthood and then be able to realize how life is and how, how you've come above, right? And then mm-hmm. be able to have a conversation with your parents. Some some people are just too late or, you know, things happen in life, right? Yeah. Um, for me, it's like um, right now, um, in terms of like speaking to my parents about like what I'm going through on a day-to-day basis, um, I kind of limit it in a way because I see how, like, I, felt, I feel like as though um, the older my parents are getting, the more sensitive they are, the more receptive they are to like information I give them, right? Like how mm-hmm. like they hold it much more dear to them i don't know why and it's like i example like if i come home one day and i'm pretty sad and i tell my mom that i lost my job for her it's like the end of the world right mm-hmm. and it's like i, I wouldn't want to give her that feeling or want like want her to like go like put my traumas into her life so hardly because you know what i mean like it's she's, she's become so sensitive even my dad too it, it's weird he used to be like so militant and shit like that but as he gotten older i can see more of like the softer side and and stuff like that so i tried not to like give him too much information of what's going on on a day-to-day just because i can see i can i just know the effects and i can see it you know yeah yeah damn yeah that's, that's a good observation but um 
still on that, like, there's still the same train of thought. How do you bring up or do you even have conversations about mental health with your parents? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my parents are kind of weird, man. <laughs> Where do they stand on, like, mental health and stuff like that? Then they think mental health is either you weren't raised right, you got spirits, demons are chasing you. Yeah, go see a pastor. Yeah, pretty That's much. About it. Yeah, like with with our parents, we're having those conversations, and it's like a lot of time we tell them, "Hey, you guys were probably past or definitely past trauma, or you guys, you guys, okay, trauma was passed on to you guys from your parents." And you guys never dealt with it because that's not in the culture. It's not in the culture to go see someone and talk about your problems. Yeah. But then right now, they're like, why am I going to go talk to a stranger about my issues? Does that make sense? Yeah. What, what was it? They're like, why would I do that if I have people around me? I'm like, because these same people around you can't give you the perspective that you need or worse, give you bad advice that will lead you to do bad things. But yeah. they see it as the opposite. They see it that the person who's external is not going to give me the right perspective that I need and they're only going to lead me down the, right, the wrong path. They're like, yeah. this person doesn't know me. So they can't help me, but that's the exact reason why they can help you because they don't know you. They're not Facts. invested in, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. Th- that conversation was interesting and they don't, they don't really believe in therapy or, you know what I mean? And I'm like, <laughs> it's so bad. Cause I'm like, man, you guys need it the most. You know what I mean? You guys yeah. like growing up, you see, sorry, go on. I'm like, like growing up, you see so many things that they do. And you're like, yo, this is like, this is not okay. And like, like I, for real, like I grow up and I'm like, fam, you can't just, you can't dismiss me like that. Like, I'm not a little kid anymore. You know what I mean? Like, so I bring a lot of times I bring up talks to my dad. I'm like, yo, no, no, that's the conversation's not done yet. We'll talk. You know what I mean? Because like, there's not, there's not, I'm not that little kid. I'm like, okay. And it's like, no, c'est terminé, c'est fini. I'm like, no, 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 c'est pas fini. You know what I mean? Like, we can go talk in the room, you and I, sure. Because you know what I mean? Because Congolese men and they're like yeah. bravado and being like oh I'm the dad I was stuff but it's like no I'm also I'm also a man and I'm also a human you know what I mean I'm gonna be yeah. the head of my family I can't be every time you yell at me my head goes down like uh, <laughs> twenty five you know what I mean so I'm not saying I'm bigger or better than you at all but I'm saying we need to have those talks because it because you know what I mean I, I'm not a kid anymore so I don't know things like that you know you like you grow up you you stop to let you start um you start to stop letting them slide you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like toxic or anything like that. You're like, yeah, that's not cool, bro. We don't, we don't, no, no, no. Yeah, Let's fix yeah. that. But uh, sorry, you were saying, I, I cut you off. Yeah, I was going to ask you, in terms of like therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, is, what are the success rates for people that take therapy? I've always wondered, I've always wondered, like people would be saying, hey, like I see a lot of things like Charlamagne will talk about like mental health, obviously, you know what I mean? Yeah. But in actuality, um, what is the actual like success rate when someone does take therapy? Is it a, always is it always a positive outcome? I'm assuming that it's definitely yeah. If or if not close to it, yeah, because I mean, just logically speaking, if you're facing an issue or if you have certain feelings about things, it's best to open up about them or where it's not open, just open up about them, but work through those feelings yeah. so you can come out better on the other side. And that's really just all therapy does. It shows you. Oh, yeah, but what if, what if you? St- upon someone that's biased. Mm, yeah, exactly. But that's, that's exactly that's your responsibility as well as a patient of being like, is this therapist a good therapist for me? You know, because if you have a therapist that's like, well, you know, anybody who's Christian is an idiot, and you're Christian, then chances are you should <laughs> probably see somebody else. You know, so and but that's just. When, but aren't you in like in a vulnerable stage? Like, you know what I mean? Like you're 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 actually seeking help. Like my nigga, you're sick. 
You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, what if you stumble upon the wrong person at the wrong time and then they feed you all this negative shit and you just become even more fucked up? But, like, you you, you need help so much yeah. that it's, like, it doesn't work out. Like, I've always wondered, like, is there any cases? Like, I'm just, like, it's like a wild thought. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. can that ever happen? Yeah, and that's that thought of yours is exactly what my dad thinks, and he thinks that's fact. He thinks that <laughs> that happens every time, and it's like the therapist can only lead you the wrong way. They're only going to lead you to things that, that are bad and, or to pills, you know what I mean? So, um, I don't know. I feel like it's also your own judgment of being like, hey, is this person actually a good therapist? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I've never taken therapy, but I, I imagine that some of them, I mean, the most of them are good. That's their job. You're still taking therapy in the future or like... Uh, yeah. Did you ever go through trauma? Sure. I feel like we've all gone through trauma, to be honest. I feel like we have a bunch of stuff from childhood that we've never unpacked. And, like, you know, like we tick the way we tick because of how we were and what we've lived. So, um, nah, for sure, yeah. I'd be 100%. I got a question for you, though. Um, um, one thing I realized with my parents, um, like you're touching about about this a bit, um, when you're talking about like going through like severe trauma you know what i mean because like i feel like african parents you know what i mean like coming from africa is like one reality they have to face you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and then um you know going through like colonialism obviously slavery colonialism and and just like like living in a fucked up um you know country you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's just corrupted Mm -hmm. and then having to leave there and migrating here and then started from the bottom again and then working your way all the way up it's like mm-hmm. living like my parents call it two realities yeah all the yeah. time yeah you know, and, and me realizing them like them going through it and like it takes a level of like like focusness and like perseverance like or dedication mm-hmm. to be able to do to, to bypass congo first of all i don't know how yeah like you, you got to be hand-picked literally yeah. to come from Canada, come yeah. from Congo to Canada. Oh, man. Yeah. It's crazy, man. It is. It's really crazy. And it's like, yeah, and then you you do that, you're exhausted, and now it's like, now your next life starts now. And it's like, there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no time for you to take breaks and breathe because you got kids that are growing and you got bills to pay. You know what I mean? You got, you got to pay for pampers and shit like that. So, yeah, no, it, it's, it's insane. I think about that all the time. Like my dad doing university back home and then coming here and doing university again. Oh my God. You know I mean? See, like, imagine you doing that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing that. I don't think anyone from 2020 can do that shit. To be honest, I don't think any people are like, what? Nigga, fuck out of here, bro. I'm not doing that shit. Nigga, I'm, I'm doing OnlyFans. Are you dumb? <laughs> you know, like we're doing the easy route. Like there's no way I'm doing that shit again. Uh, nah, but you're right. That's, that's a big journey for you to do that. And come all the way here, and then we do that shit, and then, bro, I could, yeah, it's, I can, I couldn't do that. To be honest, I don't think I could do that. Yeah, the shit they face <laughs> too, like the the racism and all that shit, like, yeah, no, 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 it's not for me, bro. I'm not a very patient man. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how to do that. Um, say that in front of your dad, like, bro, I'm not doing your shit, or like, <laughs> oh yeah, bro. I used to say that all the time, and guess what he said. Nope, you're gonna be better than me. Oh, that's good, man. And I was like, "Fuck," but yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah man. Huh? Yeah, I'm good. Nah, nah. Speaking of tearing up, though, man, nigga, I was almost bawling my eyes out like 20 minutes ago, watching a movie. Fuck, bro. This movie's Which called. Um, it's called Beautiful Boy. Oh, yo, hold on, hold on. Yo, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, relax, <laughs> relax, <laughs> relax. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
it's uh it's about um it's about this 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 guy who uh like he's a father or whatever he has his own family but it's like a mixed family kind of he has a kid with from another wife from a past marriage and then he has a new marriage you know what i mean starting with the new family whatever but um his kid from the other marriage like he turns into a drug addict right and so it's like the dad's always there to like you know pull him out and like help him out and stuff like that and the kid's kind of like oh yeah i'm gonna be clean now relapses gonna be clean now relapses you know what i mean it's just like the the, it just explores the relationship with like being a parent and having a uh like an addict as a kid you know bro bro that kid needed some african slaps bro you would have got back that's the thing though it's like bro it's it's crazy you know it's even worse because it's like drugs ruin your mind because he was doing crystal meth right and crystal meth fucks with your mood so it's like one day you can be like you know i'm done with drugs like i'm done like that's they're nasty i hate i hate feeling like this blah blah and then you do this for a while, and guess what? One day, all of a sudden, bro, drugs are fine. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Your body's telling you, "No, I feel fine. Like what? I want to, I want to do it." So it's like, it just fucks with your mood like that, and then that's what just kept happening. It was just so sad. And at the end, like that had to. Um, I mean, spoiler alert: it's been out for years, bro. Fuck it. But the dad had to. Um, like the son called. He's like, "Yo, dad, like I want to come home." You know what I mean? Like, like I don't want to do rehab. The dad's like, "That's not possible." You only have to do rehab. He's like, I don't. I just want to be with you guys. You know what I mean? Like, you guys can make. You guys can get me through it. And I was like, I can't do it. Like, don't Was call me. Lying? I, I mean, no, probably not. You know what I mean? The son's like, he, the son in himself feels like he's telling the truth, but then in three months he could probably relapse because he's like, yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. You know? So I don't know. It was just tough. And then after the dad, after that conversation, he hung up the phone. He just started crying. And that scene was just so touching because he's like, yo. It's hard, bro. Like, you have to tell this kid, yo, I can't help you. You know? You're a bitch. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Movie's good, bro. I'm telling you. Movie's good as fuck. <laughs> this guy's laughing. Nigga, did you ever cry in a movie? Yo, you know what movie I cried into? What? <laughs> Baby Boy. All right, bro. I don't... <laughs> I never finished that movie. It was so trash to me. No, wait. I, it was a Baby Boy? There was a movie he um Tyrese was in, I forgot, um, and then he like apparently like he, he had died and then he had like, come back and he was walking in the sea and he was meeting um his girl in the sea, like like not on the sea, but like on on the shore. I have and, no like, idea. Had, like she had thought he had died, but he, he came back. And um I, and you I cried? The name of the movie. You cried yeah, during that scene? How yeah, old are you? Yo, last year, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is that the only movie you cried during, or no? Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, that was the only one, man. Really? Ever in your whole life? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Well, no, no, the older I'm getting, the more I'm crying in movies, for, for real. Like, I'm like... The fuck? Because you're getting, right, honestly, like, the older you get, the more in touch you get with your feelings, the more you're able to understand what your feelings are, and you're more, <laughs> you're more able to empathize with people. So it's like a lot yeah. of times you're watching a movie, you're like, I could put myself in that person's shoes and it's like, I feel what you're feeling right now, you know? Yeah. Like, last time I cried during a movie was, uh, well, obviously, the, you know, the movie I watched today, but in the theater, Queen and Slim. You cried? Fam, that scene at the funeral, where all his family was there, people were crying, I'm like, nah, 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 it's too real, it's too real for me, bro. Oh, don't tell me you're the time to get up and just wipe your eyes and go back downstairs, come back. Nah, nah, nah. Nigga, I'll just, I'll, I'll fuck it out, bro. One thug tear, it's good. I'm not the type to be like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Too much. <laughs> it's usually like one or two streams, and that's it, to be honest. Did you ever cry with in front of your girl before? Yeah, bro. I, I was cheesed. That that's what I'm saying. Queen Slim. It was there. 
she was crying a lot though, you know, so I had to make sure that it was it wasn't even. That the crying was even. <laughs> <laughs> She's driving me home that night, bro. Like it's not right, you know? Um Alright, what else what else we got here? Fuck, I'm so mad the first episode was just so clean, you know? Yo, it's okay, man. Let's focus on this, man. We got right, you're this, right, you're man. You're right, you're right. Um, what else do we have? We talked about parents, we talked about mental health. Um Somehow we tied it back to high school the first time. How did we do that again? Uh, we talked about racism, I feel mm-hmm. like. Um, because as I'm, I don't know if the listeners know, but um, me and Jeeva went to high school together. Um, but like he was taking, you know, university courses, and I was taking college courses, you know. And um, Hold I, on. Always... I don't want to back up the story. There's, we did more than just go to high school together. I've known this guy before daycare. I'm talking about like yeah. diapers, chilling at each house. You know what I mean? Like it's it's crazy. But yeah, go on. I think uh, Jeet is like the first uh, human friend I have, actually, guys. <laughs> human friend. <laughs> <laughs> human friend is crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, like B- VBS uh, tapes. VBS. VHS tapes. VHS. What? Yeah. VHS tapes type shit, you know, like yeah, man, we go way back. But in high school, right? So imagine you knowing this guy before fucking school. School, yeah. like the thought of school to school was big for us. Like we used to talk on the phone. Oh my god, you weren't in school, all the shit. Yeah, and it, we went to school together every day. Yeah, you remember that time I fucked up on that project? Which one? There's a project I fucked up. Uh, we were supposed to. We had a project together. I fucked up so bad. Was this grade seven? Um, Nah, no, 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 not grade seven. I think so. I don't know. I like, think we have to build a house. We have to build a house and shit. And then I, I built a, sh- a crappy ass house. <laughs> you what? <laughs> really? If this was elementary school, I don't remember. You remember this? I just remember my dad, bro. My dad smoked those things, bro. When it came to Yo, <laughs> your dad used to do your projects, eh? Facts, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> that shit, bro. It was. I'm like, how is this nigga not an architect, bro? Like, he built a house that shit opened up on the side. You can see the yeah. inside of it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yo, this is crazy. Yo, but I remember your dad built a plane. I was like, oh, nah. nah, nah. He built a plane. He <laughs> built a boat. He built a car. Like, yo, he was building shit, man. It's and this guy, guys, this guy would come to school and be like, I did this. I just used to ride like, this oh nigga's dick. <laughs> he used to be like, what? Oh my god, yeah, yeah. And I would be the only one. I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. You think, yeah, there's no way he did that. People are like, you're just hating. Like, no, no, he did that. But, uh, oh, yeah, man. Just, uh, back to the high school thing. Yeah, so, like, imagine all of this, guys. And then we get to high school, and, like, you know what I mean? Uh, G was a golden ticket, you know what I mean? Uh, he, he went to university courses, I went to college courses. But then we, we actually dealt to, we we're dealing with like uh, racism on two different levels, you know? Yeah. And it was crazy because it was like a lot of teachers would look down upon us, you know, like, yo, um, you're not going to do this. And we, we would be like, yo, I want to be like an engineer and stuff like that. They would laugh. Literally, like, laugh. Like, you need university courses. You're not even in university courses how are you going to become an engineer like yep. you got to look into like carpentry you got to look into you want to become a painter you want to be a painter or gym teacher i'm like what <laughs> yeah <word. laughs> yeah you know what i mean and i i just always felt shitted on and i would see how like my t- my my classmates as well too you know what i mean shout out to them i don't want to say no names but you know who you guys are 
Yeah. Yo, we used to get shitted on heavy, like, like a lot. You know what I mean? I don't know. We, a lot of us got a lot of got, got into a lot of trouble as well too, because of like frustration, just like mm-hmm. how we were dealt with. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course. Just like we just always looked down upon, treated like shit. Um, you know, we would dream big, but it's like there'll always be a teacher that would just stomp on us, stomp on our dreams. Like, yeah, it's not possible. Yeah, I'm thinking like that. Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> that's a terrible thing to say, but that's that's right. And then that would make students also feel confident in saying that thing to you too. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, academic students would be like, "Oh, yeah, you're an applied. Yeah, there's no way you're gonna do that." There's no way you're going to do this. You know what I mean? Because it's instilled yeah. in them to be like, oh, because you're an academic, you're better than, or you're more, you're going to be more successful than them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And like the racism that you're talking about in terms of how the teachers were treating you and stuff like that, that was, yeah, that was apparent. You know what I mean? I'd see the way they talk about students or be like, oh, you know, they're wild there because they're applied or, you know what I mean? It was like, it was subtle yeah. things like that. But also, it was also present in um, academic classes sometimes too. I mean, a lot of times too, and that was it'd be mostly by the students, you know, because being like one of the only black guys in academic classes, you're gonna be faced with another type of bullshit in terms of yeah. black issues or black anything comes up. If point at you, hey, you're the token black guy, right? Give us your take on this. Speak for black people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like what the fuck, or you know, it's just other things of like, oh, the lights come off, or oh, we can't find you. It's like, man, I can't see you either. Like, you're white. What are you talking about? You know. <laughs> Or just other things of like teachers kind of testing you, being, hey, do you belong here? Or do you really belong here? You know, stuff like yeah. that. But like, or or worse, the whitewashing thing, where students would feel comfortable coming up to you and say, hey, that black guy is pretty whitewashed, eh? You're white. What are you? What are you talking about? And how do you feel comfortable coming to me and talking to me about this? You know. What? So yeah, that whole whitewash thing too. I was like, obviously, I fell into that thinking too, of being like, oh, if you do this, you're whitewashed. If you do this, I'm like. I don't know anymore. Though. That, that definition from high school, it was kind of like, it was really blurry and weird. Because it was like, it kind of, the definition implied that if you do a specific thing, then you're black. Like if you listen yeah. to this type of music, you dress like this, then you're black, obviously. If you stray from that, whitewash, or you're not black. It's like, <laughs> so it's like, I can't have my own personality. I have to have whatever what box you put me in. And that was, was, was both frustrating in high school, you know, because... You know that I listen to match. I listen to like, yeah. you know what I mean? Alternative. I listen to rock. I listen to rap. Obviously, hip hop, R and B, whatever. But it's like I listen to all because I, I like what I like. I'm not gonna be this. And I wasn't one of those niggas that was like, oh, I'm different. No, I went to what <laughs> I, you know what I mean. I went to what, what attracted me. It wasn't like, oh, this is the different track. Let me go check it out. No, no, no. It was literally just like I, I bump into music or whatever stuff like that. So, yeah, man. I don't know how we even got here, but we're here. That's crazy. What What are your biggest like memories in high school? Wow, biggest memories in high school. Um, biggest memory in high school. Fucking hell. Like a highlight. I mean, honestly, the bro, the amount of the the lunches, the lunches in the in the, in the library, bro. Like those guys were fu- bro. Those the last we had, bro. Fucking hell, playing cards all the time. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, just kicking it. It was so blessed, just chilling there, sneaking food. You know, really just having a good ass time. And then I remember people would be like, "Oh, why you can go hang out with people in the library?" Blah blah. blah. It's like, "Cause I want to." Like, what do you? Who's yeah. about? It's like, oh, pe- people fucking playing cards in the library, <laughs> nerd or loser, or whatever. I'm like, I don't understand how that makes sense. And it's like you're gonna go eat lunch on the stairs, or worse, sit on the <laughs> <laughs> sit, like sit on the floor in in front of the lockers and just chat. I'm like, 
that was just weird to me. You know what I mean? But that the library was a fucking vibe, bro. You even came up some few times to be like, yo, I yo. a lot of times over yeah. there. You think it's like, oh time. shit, I know you guys were giving it up like this, you know? It, it, was, <laughs> it was fire. No. Nah, yo, shout out, shout out to uh, Kevin, man. Shout that's, out to Kevin, bro. Shout out to Mark. Shout out to Nico. Shout out to Yannick. Shout out to Schneider. Shout out to everyone at the table. Abdi, Emil, Abdi. Yo, everyone <laughs> there was bro. Nadia would come pop up here and there. You know, it was fire. Isaac too. Yeah, that was crazy, man. I remember I used to always talk to you guys. Like, yo, I used to always pick. I remember always picking you guys' brains. I don't know why. Yeah. I'd say the craziest shit, and like I would, lo- I would love to see you guys' reaction. It used to be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, damn, yeah. What was your biggest memory from high school? This is crazy though. Um, the time, um, this is when the whole jerking was happening. Yeah. Was, like the dance. I don't know if you yeah, guys yeah. know. Like skinny jeans were in. I yeah. remember there was one Friday. Me, you, and Jimmy. We all plan to wear different type of like ah, skinnies, like the yeah, colors. Yeah. Oh man. man, yeah, we tore it up, bro. Like niggas were like, "Yo, we came through." Yo, fam, yeah, it man, was crazy. Fuck. I completely forgot. That's true. Okay, no, let me take my shit back. There's the library <laughs> shit, but there's also fam. Do you remember we used to have Miskilasio, and then we would go get breakfast. First periods, all like almost every time Jimmy would reach yeah, to yeah, 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 yeah. breakfast at McDonald's. You come in stumbling to school late. Yeah, yeah. We like, yo, what are you gonna wear tomorrow? I wanna wear this snapback, my Hawaiian shirt. You know what I'm saying? Sauce yeah. it up with them a little. <laughs> like, we would actually call each other up and be like, "Fam, what are you gonna wear? I'm gonna do this. <laughs> You're gonna kill him." <laughs> <laughs> this guy said, <laughs> "Yo, facts." <laughs> now, nah, for real, you niggas are thinking like, "Yo, if I put this piece with this piece, oh, they're not ready." Yo, I remember I used to come on Fridays fresh every single time, fam. I wasn't playing, family. Fam. Fridays you know were Fridays were the days that you come out with your fly shit and with your money. Yeah. And you went to go you went to McDonald's and you ate. Like kings. <laughs> like we're talking like disgusting meals. We're talking like uh fucking six junior chickens, four McDoubles. You know what I mean? Like crazy shit like that. Yeah, man. But yeah, like I remember, like pulling up to school. I remember that day we had a conversation on Thursday night, like eight p.m. or some shit. Yo, we went. Yo, fam, it's where all oh, skinnies, dog. You know what I mean? And I, I, th- I forgot what color I had. Yo, I had like a salmon blue, fam. Yeah, that shit was crazy. You had like orange. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah, orange, tangerine ish. Yeah, yeah tangerine. I don't forget what Jimmy had. Yeah, I don't even know. I, I only had, had one pair of colors. Yeah, probably yellow. I only had one pair of colors. I had the just had tangerine ones. I remember I got them from H and M. When I found them, I'm like, "Oh, it's over for you, niggas!" <laughs> Man, I was so gassed, bro. Holy! And back then, drinking was live, bro. Like, yeah, niggas watch drinking videos all the time. Hey, that sounds crazy. <laughs> drinking videos, you know, practice, go to school with the moves, and like, nah. We make videos, dog, dancing and shit. Yeah. Fuck, bro. Sheesh, man. No responsibilities and shit, bro. Just, just living life, though. <laughs> High school was a ride, bro. It was so easy. And, like, back then, the biggest stress was, like, what school am I going to get into? But even then, I was, like, I wasn't too, too worried about that because I knew that I was already going to take two years off, right? Yeah. I knew I was going to work, save money, and then go to school. And, like, even in that, and, like, whenever I tell people that, they'd be like, you're never going to go to school. You're just going to be comfortable getting your money and you're never going to go back. I'm like, why are you telling me about my life, bro? Like, no, that's what happens. 
that were telling you that's what's going to happen. You're never going to go back to school. I'm like, what do you, what? And then those same people that would tell me that, like, they're either, well, they finished school, but you know what I'm saying? It took a bit longer than it was supposed to. It took yeah. six years instead of four, switched majors a few times, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I, and plus, I'm so happy that I didn't go straight after high school because coming out of high school, I was like, okay, I want to do accounting and finance. I never done accounting in my life. <laughs> till this day, accounting is the worst class of mine ever. Mm-hmm. So imagine if I did that just as my major. Yeah. Well, yo, you got to show off your plaques, man. Tell them, yo, you got your plaques, bro. These got plaques, dude. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't come back to steal it, you know, because. I don't know how I got that shit. <laughs> like, where the amount of times you and my niggas going to exams, like, yo, <laughs> you just go there, fuck it. <laughs> like, bro, the amount of times people just laugh during exams, like, it was crazy, man. But uh, I remember exam time in high school was the best time, man. Especially yeah. in the summertime. Oh man, finish yeah, the man. exam, got the whole rest of the day. Yeah, bro. I want to imagine like, what it what it would be like if I was fucking in high school. Nah, it wouldn't be safe. It would be right. It would be. It would be. I would be so irresponsible. Oh my god! No, no, no. If, if we, like, I don't know. If I was, nah. Plus, there was no way that I was ready for that. I was like such a kid and just like mentally too. It was like, nah. I, I don't know. I'm scared. Like, I don't know what to do. You know, I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't want to get anyone pregnant. You know, so. It's good, man. Nah. For all yeah. the youngins over there, man. Everyone listening. You know, when you're growing up. Enjoy the times, bro. Enjoy the times. Responsibilities man. start coming in. You're gonna lose. It's not. You're not gonna lose track of time, but you know, time is gonna start ticking pretty fast. I don't know why. As as we're getting older, time is starting to go much more faster. You think so? I yeah, I believe so. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like because like I like to really soak up the moment. You know what I mean? So, like. My girl sometimes gets mad at that, but not really. She says she doesn't, but I think she does. Like, I like to just have moments, whereas she likes to have, like, okay, we're going to plan this, we're going to do this, we're going to do this, you know what I mean? It's like, no, but, like, enjoy the moment. Because, like, trust me, I'm telling you right now, in two years, you're going to remember feeling what you were feeling back then, and it's going to be, like, a comfort blanket, which is why I love living moments and having music attached to that time. Because I can listen to specific albums and be like, yo, it's taking me back to when so-and-so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the best of it. I really like soaking up moments. Because, yeah, I mean, if you don't, life is going to pass you by. And you're like, yo, fam, I just had a bunch of events, but there's no moments, you know? Um, that's yeah. a good way to look at it, actually. Seizing the moment. For sure. Yeah, take, I'm going I'm to I'm I'm walk away with that today, actually. Seizing yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember advice I got from someone who was outside of high school and I was still in high school. He was like, bro, fuck the sixes. The sixes, the six out of ten girls. He's like, fuck them. If you have an opportunity to fuck them, just do it. Now, that's always been in the back of my mind. And I was like, <laughs> I, I really wonder why this guy said that. What? You know what I mean? He was like, yeah, like those girls you can make a pass at, just do it. And I was like, but why? You know what I mean? I just never understood why. I guess he like, I guess that person felt like he was always missing out on things. Or he could have capitalized on something and he didn't do it, you know? But Yeah. Nah, that was always a thing in my mind. I'm like, hmm, what if, you know? It actually does make sense, to to be honest. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're saying it makes sense? No, I mean, I mean that, huh? You're saying it makes sense? I, I mean, yeah, yeah. I could, I mean, yeah, yeah. Not in our high school, I'm saying in, no, in, life, no, in general. No, 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 no. Actually, maybe. <laughs> there were some, some sneaky ones. Yo, there's a, a girl who, I want to bleep out her name. 
Fam, her body was fucking insane. Do you not remember her? She's like some weird like Russian type. Really nerdy, but fam. The titties were like, what the fuck? Why is it so firm? And then her ass was <laughs> crazy too. And I was like, how is nobody seeing this body? I remember yeah. I, peeped it, I peeped it with somebody else. A few other people are like, yeah, no, her body's crazy. And I was like, my nigga, like, why is everyone talking about this? Because it's like, she looks weirder because she's in a, cer- a, a, a certain, like, social circle, you know? But no, I have to make a note to bleep this out or else it's going to be bad on me. But uh, no, 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 she was, she was crazy looking, you know? How do you yeah. feel about how do you feel about guys who circle back, like guys who like um, used to clown a certain girl and then she graduated, and she looks different and now they're in their DMs. Oh, you're a sucker. That's what I'm saying. I think it's so corny. It is. Like, I think it's the corniest thing ever of being like, oh, she glowed up. Oh shit, have you seen so and so? Oh my gosh, she's fire. Like, there's so many girls yeah, from my high school. Like that. Yeah, there's so many girls from our high school where it's like they tell me those tales of like, oh yeah, this person tried to get with me, and this person tried. I'm like, ah, oh, this is fucking nastiness, you know? Ain't no women talking about that shit all day, fam. Bro, it's just, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that. For me, like, um, I don't know. For me, it's like, yo, if I, if, like, if I never fucked you, then. Even if you glow it up, I'm not going to try to all that. Like, it has to happen naturally. It can't yeah. be something where it's like, I'm, I'm plotting. Like, I'm like, damn, well, she looks fine. Like, nah, like, it's it's like, if we ever have encounters or we ever get to speak to each other, like, I will always, I will, you know, honestly, like, I would capitalize on the on the moment. But if it doesn't happen, like, I'm, it's not something to force, you know. Exactly, for sure. Man, let's get into the bullshit now. All right, let's get into some bullshit. Let's get into some bullshit. Um... All right, cool scenario. All right, let's say you and your girl you've been dating for a while. Let's say a year and some change, right? Um, and then all of a sudden you guys get split up because like she has to go. Uh, she has <laughs> this is a very specific scenario, but uh, let's say she's in. She has to go to school or something. Then she's away from you, right? So she's gonna be a few hours away from you, like at her dorm, and you're still in the city. And then all of a sudden, she tells you she has a UTI. How are you gonna react? What's your first thought? I mean, for the audio listeners, they have no idea what's going on right now. But uh, um, in, in all honesty, um, UTI. I would honestly ask her, like, where have you been peeing? Where have you been using the washroom? You know, like, have you been using the washroom a lot at Pizza Pizza, or have you been going to your friends' house a lot using the washroom? Like, what have you been doing? What type of encounters have you been? on you know um you know who's been down there (laughs) who's been down there yeah i I gotta know because uti oh i just got it i don't believe that shit that's not gonna fly man yeah my first reaction would be like uh all right so who the fuck you've been fucking bro like that's my first thing real talk because wait well hold on hold on because i've only ever heard of utis when it's like when you don't pee after sex so i'm like yeah no 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 you've been fucking someone but this actually happened to me, and yeah, yeah, it happened to me a while back um, with one of my exes. And then I was like, "So you obviously you fuck someone? Like, what the fuck's going on?" She's like, no, it's like you know what I mean. It happens to women all the time. Blah blah. It can be due to different things. Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, now even till this day, I still think about it. Like, nah, I think she cheated. You know, I'm like I don't trust it too much. 
you know? Did you, did you still, did you, did you guys, have you guys ever had any encounters after that or after that mm-hmm. news? Yeah, I don't think that's, yeah, it's not, it's not breakup worthy, bro. It's not like, oh, you're fucking him. I know you are. <laughs> like, nah, I don't have anything to convict. So I just have to have my, my notions to myself, you know? So like, you still. I didn't think, I didn't, mm, I thought about it. I didn't fully trust her answer. But at the same time, it's not fair to end things. I'm like, because I don't know for a fact. But my gut's telling me, maybe. So you're kind of just waiting for the other shooter drop, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, hmm, I see. Interesting. You still clapped. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know. Because, again, you have to act like she's telling the truth. Because there's just trust there. Right? But yeah. The back of my mind is still like. You got a UTI mouth, though. Huh? <laughs> you got a UTI mouth. <laughs> nah, but, you know, I was just like, hmm. I don't know, man. It's it's the thing that I don't I don't know how to compare it to anything else, you know. But it's just it just it comes to me. It's just like okay, I'll listen to you. But it, the back of my mind, I'm kind of like, all right. Let me ask you this question: Do you put? Do you think anyone can cheat on anyone? Anybody can cheat on anybody. No, I don't think anybody can cheat on anybody. Uh, I, I believe that people cheat on people that they feel as though they can get away with it. You only cheat as, you only cheat on your partner if you don't take them as serious as you think they take you serious. Damn. It's fucked up. Um, wow, that's yeah. No, psycho, that's, a, that's like the psycho, the, the psyche that goes behind, you know, the whole... Start cheating? Yeah. Mm. Because for me, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I fully believe this anymore, but like, like there was a time where I didn't put cheating past anyone. You get what I'm saying? Where it's like, anybody can do anything. Not that you're allowed to do it, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like, yeah, if, they, if, if, the hap- if it happened, I wouldn't be like, oh my God, you anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, why? I don't get why I was like scorned like that not scorned but it's you know what i mean it's kind of like jaded like that in terms of being like not putting it behind anyone like, i don't think i've ever got cheated on to my knowledge so it, it doesn't make sense for me to operate like that and be like oh yeah anyone can do it doesn't matter not, not that it doesn't matter but it's kind of like people can do it you know what i mean yeah but i don't know it doesn't make sense though because it i mean i don't trust anyone and i don't think that's true <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, i got a question okay yeah. let's say you went through life you've dated you've gotten married um, you know, it's your life partner and everything, right? Yeah. But a good life, you know? I, I have this thing where it's like, I believe like when, when people pass away, I feel like like you meet God and like God like replays your whole life. Yeah. And like, let's say you re- he replays your whole life, right? And everybody you've been with cheated on you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, well, God, why the fuck did you make me an idiot in this lifetime? Like, everybody, Jesus Christ. I'm like, <laughs> At that point, but you just look at God like, really, nigga? Really? You're that bored with my life that you have to spice it up like this? Like, it's so <laughs> spicy. Like, it's like, a, it's a so proper, bro. And like, yeah, if, if, fam, if everybody that I've been with cheated on me, fucking hell. You didn't know, but it, you just lived a good life. I mean, yeah, I, I guess at that point, it's kind of like I lived a good life. But Jesus, that fucks with you, man. <laughs> that, fucks, that fucks with you in a way that you can't put into words, man. It's just... Jesus Christ. No, no, no. Do you think that you can get past cheating? 
I get cheated on? Yeah. No. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I can't. And do you think that you expect that your partner to forgive you if you cheat? Oh my god. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> Fam, do you expect her to forgive you if you cheat? I don't expect anything. That's first and foremost. Um, Nigga. Take the glasses off. Uh, yeah, that's what happened. Why? <laughs> be honest, be honest. Um, no, it's not that I. First and foremost, I like okay. One thing I would like to say is that I've learned a lot. You know what I mean? Um, when it when it comes to like you know cheating and stuff like that, like it's not it's not something that's cool. It's not something that's right. You know, I want to say this one thing. Take the glasses it's off. Like, Don't you remember when Jordan was making an apology and had his glasses on? They didn't take him seriously because he was like, you know. <laughs> Go on, go on, no, go on. But I take, I look at cheating like, like this. Yo. Like partnership, right? Like, not partnership, <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> dead ass, dead ass. Just to clear everything up that was that was ever posted before. Um, guys, listen to this carefully, okay? I look at it like this. Now I do after going through whatever. Um, it's like I sometimes I sit there, right? And I'm single, right? And when I consider being in a relationship, and I'm like, yo, I really cannot do anything other than my partner, right? And it's like, yo, I never would want to make my my woman feel uh, a certain way or feel a certain level of, um, you know, like like disloyalty. Because it's like, what if my dad had done that to my mom? And I was able to see the effects through my mom. And then when I was sitting there, I think about that, I'd be like, oh, fuck, I'd hate that nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Damn. And I'd be like, shit, you know what? I don't, I don't think I'll ever want to do that. Like, it, it's not worth it. To, to, if, if, like, just to think of it, like, if my dad would do that to my mom, bro, yeah. like, dog. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that we're going to have to <laughs> revisit this conversation if you get into another relationship. <laughs> and we'll see. Cause that pressure, bro, it gets hard sometimes. Sometimes there's, there's literally, like, and you're in a relationship, and for some reason, there's a bus of women that just came off, and for some, all the they're they're just targeted towards you, and you're like, where is this bus coming from? Why is it a bus of women? No, but for real, sometimes it feels like that's like, why are they targeting me out of out of the like, bro out of nowhere? You're just getting targeted, like it's like what the fuck? And sometimes people don't, they can't fight that temptation. You know what I mean? Is it safe to say that women love men that are in relationships or in oh, committed relationships? Cool. That is, I don't know. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, I don't know why, though. I think that... Um, it's crazy, right? Yeah. I think that it's because um, men that are in relationships were not as thirsty. At least, I, mean, I can't speak for everyone. There's, there's thirsty men that are in relationships, but I can say the ones that are actually happy, they're not thirsty. Yeah. Right? So they're able to talk to women like they're humans and not like they're prey. Yeah, like they're, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you going later? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I can talk to you like, oh, like, hey, how are you doing? How, like, how are you? You good? Yeah. So I guess that that, is, that surprises them and attracts them of being like, oh, my God, what? He's human. He's not trying to hug me or from tight or, or long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of creep. So I, yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think that's also part of the attraction that's there. But yeah, there's definitely, I've definitely noticed a spike of like, um, 
when you're single to when you first get into a relationship, for some reason, they come out of the woodwork. It's like, ah, what's going on with you? It's like, what, nigga? You've been buried for months, <laughs> you know? But, yeah, I don't know. Every time, like, it ha- always happens. But at the same time, I've also seen niggas in relationships talk super big game from the bleachers. You know what I mean? And they call that, like, boyfriend confidence, where it's like you've been out of the game for so long that you forgot how the game really is. Yeah. How you think that you can score a half court every time? And it's like <laughs> you weren't even scoring layups. I yeah. don't think you can score half court right now. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Instagram, I can DM anyone, bro. You, I can get anyone. What this girl in the club, bro? I can get her. And it's like you have that confidence because of what you already have at home that's secure. You have security. That's exactly. why. Move that security. It's another game, man. A lot of niggas ain't got a game like how they think they got a game, right? No, 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 man. You move that security band, you become that guy. You become Spice Adams before the haircut. Remember? He's <laughs> in the barbershop like, I just want you to take off a little off the top, a little off the side. The barbershop like, what? What? <laughs> Speak up. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. But uh, no, no. Yo, speaking of funny niggas on the internet, Drewski is easily the funniest nigga on the internet right now. Undefeated by right far, now. By far. He makes the most relatable, the realest videos ever, bro. Like, the most recent one that he just put out is the niggas who always want points for getting pussy. <laughs> you see that one? <laughs> he's like, yo, I'm so, he woke up and he's like, I'm surprised you didn't hear me last night, bro. His friend just ignored him. He's like, oh, man. He's like, yo, 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 you got any more Jimmy's? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're out of Jimmy's, man? He's like, huh? Yeah, yeah, whatever, yeah. And he's like, yo, man. He's like, and he's, the guy finally caves. He's like, okay, who'd you, who'd you hook up with? He's like, man, I'm not into that kiss to tell shit. Two seconds later, he shows his phone. It's a girl. He's like, yo, yo, 400K, though. She got 400K on the ground. She fuck with rappers and shit. Nigga. <laughs> and then he's like, but I don't rap. I'm like, yo, this guy is the funniest guy ever, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you ever, um, did you ever fantasize of hitting, like, a, a bad shorty that's on the ground? Um, yeah, but not just because she's on the ground, because she looks fire. You know what I mean? Like, I never thought about, like, actually, no, I think I have, maybe, of being, like, oh, she, she has mad, she has mad clout. Yeah. Like, but it's, like, I feel dirty even thinking that, you know what I mean? Of being, oh, shit, I want to hit because she has clout and she looks good. And it's, like, yo, fam, you don't even know the body I have right here, bro? Look at her followers, you know? But it feels weird to say that. So now I think that I'm more, to- I'm more so into, like, clapping girls that just look good. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, not now. I'm in a relationship. But you get what I'm saying? <laughs> don't look at me like that. You're getting carried away, man. I was was getting nervous. I'm cutting all this out. Take two. It's getting cut out, brother. It's getting cut out. (laughs) I'm not doing that. Can't change the narrative, bro. Can't change the narrative. Uh, What else we got? Uh, (laughs) Cutting that out. Um, What else we got? Um, Music-wise, what's going on right now? We've got 88 Glam is dropping an album this Friday. They put out a single today. It's fire. It's actually good. I like it a lot. Really? Um, like, I haven't, weren't they dropped by EXO? Yeah, for human trafficking charges and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But, I mean, I guess we're going to have to see. Actually, let me check right now. Let me check if it says EXO Records or something like that on the, on the song. It probably does. This is probably, like, the last of, like, the deal. Mm. It just says 88 Glam. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, all of them say ADA Glam. There's no... Oh, shit. 2018 XL Records. That's what the album says. Oh, shit. Yeah, they did get kicked off the label, fam. Yikes. 
Yeah, I guess it's for human trafficking, you know, all that stuff. Jeez. All right, man. Uh, anything else you want to add or you want to wrap it here? Anything else you want to add or you want to wrap it here? Uh, I think we, we gave the we gave our fans, um, well, the listeners, um, enough content for today. You know what I mean? I think we spoke about a lot of good things yeah. uh, about life, growing up, uh, parenthood, a little bit of our backgrounds, how we grew up with tough love, um, having to just figure a lot of things out on the fly on the, in, in life. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. She gave us a good point where, like, you know, Duke, sorry, uh, gave us a good point where, um, you know, living in the moment, you know what I mean? So, like, I think this week, the message is to live in the moment, uh, take things one day at a time, uh, and just seize the moment, you know, just be there, be present. Carpe diem, you know? She's the moment, or she's the day. Um, what was I going to say? I think that, honestly, the episode, the name of this episode might just be Nostalgia, because we went from high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like living yeah, in the moment, yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah, 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 I'm big on that, you know what I mean, for real, like, and I'm, that's a tip for people, too, like, if you're living a moment and you're having a good time, slap a soundtrack on that shit. Trust me, you're going to, you're never going to regret it. You're going to be how many years old later on and be like, every time you listen to that, you have that good time that you're, you're reliving in your mind. So it's, it's honestly, it's always fun. It's never let me down. Um, and yeah. So thank you for listening. And this has been another episode of Return of the Mag podcast, baby. Thank you for tuning in to station 99.9456789910, baby. I, uh, <laughs> I can't even do this anymore. <laughs> you're probably wondering why the fuck you're listening to this. Uh, the reason for it is because the original audio, um, the file was a little corrupt towards the end. Uh, it sounded a little like, you know, weird. So I just had to redo it. Um, and I also have a message for you guys too. Like, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, I appreciate every single one of you guys. Honestly, it means so much to me. Uh, you guys sharing it your stories, that means a lot too. Like, thank you guys. You guys are doing the extra step and I really appreciate it. So please keep sending your emails at the email address, rotmpodcast at gmail.com. Your stories, your questions, everything, anything I want to hear from you guys. Uh, I, I really love doing the advice episode and I'd like to do it more of them. So just help me help myself. That makes sense. Does that make sense? Or does it help me help you? I don't. Uh, send the emails. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>